the nomenclature of India. India has been also called Bharat, Hindustan, Aryavat, and Jambudweep. The name of India is derived from the river Indus. In 518 BC, Darius I, the Persian emperor conquered the area around the Indus, and due to difficulty in pronouncing the initial, S, turned Sindhu into Hindu. Later, the Greeks termed Hindu as Indus. The name Bharat was used for a group of people who lived in the northwest and were mentioned in Rigveda's Bharatvanshi. In Rigveda the word Bharat indicates about the tribe, but later on it refers to the legendary emperor Bharat, the founder of the Bharat dynasty. The name Aryavart refers to the land of the Aryan race. The name Bharatvarsh was first coined by Bhanini in his text, Ashtadhyay. Inscriptions. The study of inscription is called epigraphy. They are the most authentic source of ancient Indian history. Inscriptions are inscribed on stones and metals. They are written in different languages, such as Pali, Prakrit, Sanskrit, Tamil, Telugu, etc. It has been noticed that there are two types of scripts which were in practice in writing inscriptions Brahmi and Kharosthi. The discovered inscriptions by archaeologists may be classified as official and private. Official inscriptions. They were issued by the monarchs and their officials. The earliest known inscriptions are the Ashokan edicts. There are 14 major rock edicts, a number of minor rock edicts, seven pillar edicts and other inscriptions of Ashoka discovered so far. The Hatigampa inscriptions of the Kalinga king Haravel, the Junagar inscription of the Saka king Rudradaman, the Nanaghat, inscriptions of the Satkahana king Gomiputra Satakani, the Takshashila silver scroll in the Panjitar, stone, inscriptions of the Kushan etc. are the most noteworthy inscriptions. Prashasti are a different kind of official inscriptions written by the court poets and officials on behalf of the kings and emperors, narrating their achievements and personal qualities. Some of the important Prashasti are Allahabad Prashasti on Samudragupt, the Gwalior Prashasti on King Bhoj, the Ihole inscription on Pulkeshin II etc. Other important inscriptions such as Samudragupt, two inscriptions of Prabhavatigupt, the daughter of Chandragupt II, Mehroli Pillar Inscription of Chandragupta II, Bhittari Stone Pillar Inscription of Skadgupta etc. contain valuable data on the Gupta Vakatak period. About Harshvardhan, valuable information can be gathered from his Sonipat Copper Seal Inscriptions, Banakhera Plate and the Madhuban Copper Plate etc. Private Inscriptions. They are more numerous than the royal edicts but they contain very little political information. The inscriptions engraved on the walls of religious buildings mainly bear information on the socio-religious and cultural aspects of ancient India. Numismatic Evidence The branch of history which studies coins is called numismatics. This is considered as the second most important source of reconstructing the history of India, the first being inscriptions. Coins in the period prior to Alexander's invasion are generally of two types for example Indo-Greek and punch-marked coins. Punch-marked coins of India bear only symbol on them, each symbol is punched separately. The coins of copper, silver and gold issued by the Indo-Greeks are of artistic excellence. The Indian coinage between the two great empire of the Mauryas and the Guptas are greatly indebted to the Greeks. Only few coins of the time of Alexander have been discovered so far. 
but numismatic evidence plays a key role in reconstructing the history of the Bactrian Greeks, the Succas, the Parthian and the Kushan. Regarding the Mauryan and the Gupta emperors too, coins form an important source of information. But the Gupta coins are the best specimen of all coins of ancient India and are devoid of foreign influence. Coins are the sources which corroborates the literary and epigraphic sources of ancient Indian history. They help us to reconstruct the constitutional and administrative history of India and at the same time, throw light on historical, geographical and on the religious history of ancient India. But with the downfall of the Gupta Empire, coins play much lesser role as a source of ancient Indian history. The coins of the Harshvardhan, the Chalukyas, the Rashtrakutas, the Pratiharas and the Palas are ready available and contain meagre historical information. Ruined cities and monuments. The most important aspect of archaeological source is the large number of excavated ruined cities. Wherein lie a large number of monuments. The important excavated cities and towns of ancient India were as follows. Bihar. Rajgir, ancient Rajgrih. Nalanda. Bodhgaya. Certain parts of Patliputra. Bengal. Mahasthan. Pundravardhan. Kotivarsh. Paharpur. Punjab. Peshawar, ancient Purushapur. Takshashila in northwestern frontier province. Madhya Pradesh. Vidisha. Padmavati. Ujjain. Sanchi. Rajasthan. Bharat. Trade. Sambhar. Karkotnagar. Gujarat. Langhnaj. Anhilpur. Patan. Amareli. Mysore. Kolhapur. Chandravali. Kondapur in Deccan. Brahmagiri. Andhra Pradesh. Amravati. Nagarjun Konda. Madras. Virampatnam. Uttar Pradesh. Mathura. Varanasi. Shravasti. Koshambi. Ahichhatra. Hastinapur. Kashmir. Parihaspur. Avantipur. Martand. In excavations we find a large number of figurines in stone, metal and terracotta which tell us about the artistic activities of the time. With extensive excavations in post-independence period, sites have been discovered in a large area, of northwestern India, Rajasthan and the Deccan. Mihargarh excavations described a special mention, since Mihargarh, located on the bank of the Bolan River in the Kutchi Plain, Baluchistan, is the only known Neolithic settlement in the Indian subcontinent, attributed to approximately 7000 BC. The period between 1500 and 600 BC was known as dark periods of Indian history because not much was known about this period. Miscellaneous. Besides the above-mentioned archaeological sources, certain other materials, such as cave temples and monasteries, pillars, potteries, seals, stone tools and implements etc. also provide us authentic information on socio-economic, religious and cultural aspects and to a lesser extent on the political aspect of ancient Indian history. It has already been pointed out that since independence, with the initiative of central and state archaeological departments and different universities, almost every year archaeological excavations revealing new data regarding different aspects of prehistoric and ancient history of India. Still, it will take a long time to complete the entire archaeological excavations, as the Indian subcontinent is the treasure house of archaeological information due to its long history of civilization.